Welcome to another episode of The Least Favorite. I'm your host, Natalie. And today we are at another 7-8 set event curated by Samethius. I'm going to give her some clues. You can't hear them, but they're there. Um, And so today we're talking all about networking and marketing and how we use marketing to grow our brands and to promote ourselves. So I want you to kind of just first introduce again what you do and why did you choose marketing as a topic for this event? Okay. Uh, so my name is Samethius and I do marketing. I just opened this agency called 78 Set LLC. It's something I've been doing for a while. I mentioned in the last episode, I've been doing it since 2018, but now I have the LLC for it. So it's like really coming off of the ground. And I, the reason I decided to focus on marketing for this specific event is because Every single business, every single brand needs marketing. And it's the first thing that you need in order to be successful. It's one of the top three. It's finance, accounting, and marketing that you mm. need. And we have this new office and this LLC that we're essentially trying to get off the ground. It's something I'm always involved in and everything. And the people that I work with, uh, I know a lot of creatives and stuff, but they don't really know how to market themselves. And I thought, you know, if I get all these people in the room already, why not teach them something new? Why not mm-hmm. have them think a little bit deeper about something that they have been struggling with or something they probably haven't even thought of before? Mm-hmm. So I thought of having the theme around opening up to the world and like having people share like how they broke the ice. How do they grow into themselves? How do they find their voice? How do they find their brand? image how do they position themselves or just to, just just to plant the seed in their head in general like okay this is the first time i ever thought about how do i market myself and then who knows a week or two or three or a couple months from now their marketing is off the charts mm-hmm. it's something else yeah so one of the questions i wanted to ask you is a lot of the markets we're in are very oversaturated so it's like how can we stand out how can you stand out? I think the biggest thing with marketing is being authentic. You have to be true to yourself. I think when you try too hard like, to be like other people, that is what makes it difficult, obviously, for people to like set you apart from everyone else. I think a lot of people also struggle with feeling like they can be themselves. Mm. Like, oh, is this good enough? No one's ever done this before. Should I do it? That's exactly when you should do it because no one else is doing it. And you have the head start there. You probably start a trend and you don't even know it's going to happen. Like you mm-hmm. just started something there. Um, yeah, like uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's good. So, like, what are some strategies that you can like highlight your value? I guess, like, how can you really showcase? Okay, this is my potential, and this is why I am valuable. The why, right? So, the reason also too to set your how to set yourself apart from other people is knowing your why you do it. Everyone's mm-hmm. why is different. Everyone's drive is different. Like, one reason why someone raps is different than another reason why someone else raps. Their backstory is different than another backstory. I think a lot of people forget that the story is part of it. Like, people don't just buy into the brand just because it looks cool, but because of the story behind it yes. and the person who's standing behind it, and they want to know more about it. They want to know more. About about what you're doing so one of the strategies that i use is creating personal relationships and i let people know hey this is what i do um in more detail what i do this is how i do it what about you what do you do i build i find an interest in what they do another strategy i do in order to be successful is i do a lot of outreach which a lot of people don't think is important but like the more people you directly contact the better it is for you it's a law of average right Mm -hmm. and like i just started this gofundme a couple days ago maybe like five days ago and i contacted over a thousand people I contacted over a thousand people about this girlfriend. I was no joke in their DMs. Like, Hey, I got something going on here, but they wouldn't otherwise know, you know? And if had I kept my mouth shut and just posted it on Instagram and hope the right people will come across it, I wouldn't have gotten any of the donations that I received, you know? And it's at almost $500 now out of the $2,000 goal. So that's like super great to see the fruition of all the labor. And you're always going to, 
have no's. Always. Every, sing- and the- every single no just leads you closer to a yes. It mm-hmm. should just be more drive. Like, you know what? This person rejected me. Let me reflect on it. Let me analyze why- what went wrong here. What can I better the next time? How can I alter this conversation to go in my direction? Another thing, too, is pe- a lot of people take rejection at first. It's like, no, baby, try three times. Right. Take that no at least three times and see where it goes. Because I'll be honest with you, I sent people DMs and they left it on scene. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, I'm back. <laughs> hey, I'm back for a yeah. second time. What's going on? Mm-hmm. And you think I will go back for a third? I'm going back for a third. Mm-hmm. And the second time, too, like they're looking at, oh, so sorry. I just took a glance at this. I didn't really realize what you're saying. Let me go back and check now. Because people have lives, you know, and like yeah. just try not to take anything too personal. Everyone's got so much going on in their mind. That's why I create personal relationships. You want people to remember you. Like find something to think about what you do and just put that out there and don't be shy about it. Like it's who you are and what you do. You should be passionate and let the people know what you got going on. Yeah. How do you measure success when it comes to marketing? How do you know that your marketing plan is successful? When people remember what I'm doing, Mm. when people are like, I know what you do. Like, oh, that's cool. You know, besides like the whole sale idea of getting a sale, which is Mm -hmm. essentially like they know what you're talking about. As long as it translates, because that's what marketing is, it's bringing something to the market. But how do you do it? How does your message get across? Mm -hmm. There's so many people who like do advertising, but no words. And you look at it and you get the message Mm -hmm. without even like no words at all, no form of anything. But it just the way that they do it it gets it. Yeah. The message across. Mm-hmm. What do you think some of the challenges are? Like you said, a lot of the a lot of the artists that you invited here and a lot of the vendors, they don't know what marketing is and never tried it. What are some other like challenges you think people are facing when it comes to marketing themselves? Uh, marketing in general. I think it all just has to do with not understanding what you're doing enough. Mm. Because when I first started this, it was a portfolio. It was a photography portfolio on a website. Like I was oh, not wow. expecting it. It was my photography portfolio. Wow. And I was like, how do I take like what I'm seeing? Because what I was doing was I was taking pictures of like art and I was like, okay, well I got this picture now. Like, what do I say about right, it? Right, like, right. What is it? What is it about this that makes me feel something? Or why do I want to put this out into the world? What kind of message do I want to spread? Like what's going on there? And then I later took that interest in artistry and I turned to doing interviews with people who write music and make music and perform and stuff so I started adding interviews to the website and you just have to keep on digging like, like trying different not, things yeah like, yeah. It, like something that sort of like that I essentially knew I wanted to do marketing I just didn't know how it was going to get there but I kept on going with whatever I had an idea of mm-hmm. like it's like okay this could turn into this this could turn into that and just keep on um, keep on moving it like that like yeah. dig deeper I think that's the problem a lot of people just feel like they need all these resources and it's like just use what you have Mm-hmm. the resources will come just use what you have in front of you first like the, i have this whole office space here but it really started like actually can you pass a little polaroid that's on the on the clipboard on the whiteboard right there there's a polaroid picture <laughs> last summer i was in washington square park and this was my table oh wow and those are the ashtrays and i was literally can they going see it? to the park selling ashtrays <laughs> oh my god how I was cute standing in washington square park with a bunch of ashtrays painted and this little tiny table i don't know probably cost me like five dollars and i was and that's just how you started it. that's how i started wow. and i was talking to everybody who walked on hey how are you and if they were like okay whatever hey how you doing sometimes i would hit them with the, you don't support women and they were like no way and they'll come back and talk to me oh like you have god. to have fun with it mm-hmm. you have to know that there's people who are going to be adamant people are going to be friendly you're going to have people who are old who are young who act like they know it all and people who, do, who are just skeptical in general right you know like you have to know what you're dealing like and the only way you can do that is by going out and getting that experience and every time you have a conversation if you follow the same 
like steps you pick up on like the differentiations like you just keep one thing consistent mm-hmm. this is my this is my why and the only thing that will change is like if they have a question or a concern and you're just explaining it a little bit more yeah. or less better or not and like some people will not like maybe body language or their verbiage will say like i'm not into this at all or oh i'm interested you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like if someone's crossing their arms not interested but if someone is like how's their arm up and then brings it down they're a little bit more loose they're interested and mm-hmm. that's your that's where you start going in a little bit more and you don't want to necessarily kill it but that's why it's important to know why you do what you do and just put it out there like that you don't have to overcomplicate anything it's really Mm -hmm. super simple one of the things i wanted to ask you was i think a lot of times too as creatives and as we're trying to market ourselves we kind of have a hard time balancing like showing people the raw the real the authentic the ugly stuff because we just want to show the polished version of things how can we balance that i guess because you still want to connect with people and show them that this shit is hard yeah but you also want to always put your best foot forward at the same time so one thing that i always do and i think this is actually like a struggle that i have in life is i'm very transparent like i'm like listen this is what is going on right now mm-hmm. are you are you with it or are you not <laughs> You're yeah. not by yeah. someone else is going to come by and they're going to completely understand where I'm coming from. And you want to meet people there. You want to meet people who are willing to see what you're doing, Yeah, who are willing to like understand and get the transparency. Like we're all human. There's only 1% of the people in this world who are rich. Like if you're being realistic, everyone is in the mud with you. Like we're all, we're all trying to get something. We're all trying to understand what's, what's going on. Maybe, you know, something I don't know. Mm-hmm. I know something you don't know. And just me being transparent about what's happening. You know, like if I just acted like I had it all together, I would not have all of this right. here right now. Absolutely. I had to break it down to my team, to these girls I've been working with for years. Like Samantha's one of the people I've been working with since I started. She actually made the logo for 787. Oh, wow. And I, nice. she and I was like, listen, nice. ladies, <laughs> we got this. We need to figure out a way to do this. How you can contribute that's perfectly fine like it doesn't have to be an arm and a leg like whatever you can do and other people could do the whole body it's just what they could do and you're in that position and someone else is in that position mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean any value equates less than other like abundance comes in different forms mm-hmm. well someone can provide in one way they can't provide in another but someone else can provide in that way because they can't provide in another like you just have to be realistic and i think being transparent authenticity is the most important thing that you can do mm-hmm. And you just let people know where you're coming from with mm-hmm. it. Like uh, one of the artists that's here, Mars, she explains to you her painting. Yeah. And I was watching that YouTube clip in the last interview. And I was like, she's explaining the painting. She's like, there's tears in this painting. This is about my sadness. And I was like, this is a $500 painting that we're looking at right now. Like legit, just knowing the why behind the painting builds so much more value. Mm-hmm. It builds way so much more value. Yeah. I think what you said too is just like contacting people to help you with the event. You had said something in the last interview too that I want to just reiterate. No one can do anything completely alone. Yeah. Like you need a team. Don't be afraid to reach out to people to ask for help. Like it's okay. Does it make you less competent? Does it mean that you're not going to be as successful? Like you need to ask people for help if you need it. Yeah. Um, one last question for you in terms of your LLC seven, eight set, what are the goals you're working towards and how are you going to use marketing for those goals to achieve them? Okay, so I'm still going to stick to the direct marketing. That's the most effective form of marketing is talking to people in person Mm -hmm. because people you get to see like the actual person behind it. A lot of people struggle online with the idea of like, is this a scam? Like, what am I contributing towards? I think the next thing I really want to do is get people in here and showcase what we have going on. And this is just really taking bookings. Like we're going to get a photo backdrop soon to do photo shoots. We're going to have our own set up on this side now to do the podcast, to do YouTube and stuff like that. There's a space here for creatives to come and paint. And we still have all of the outside 
you need to move for a second and go work on a computer outside, mm-hmm. we can do that. But this is like for all of us to be able to work together on this. So I think the biggest the biggest thing is now like taking this new message that we have and getting it out there. Because yeah. at first it was just me. At first I was like, hey, I do advertising events and, and consultations. Like, let me know if you need anything. But now it's bigger than me. I'm like, I got this girl who does branding. You need branding? Look, she's right here. Mm-hmm. I have someone else who does anime art. You need album a car, cover? Here, I got DJs. I have performers. Like yeah. anything, it's us. Like we're all doing this together. It's not just me. Because like I said, like I would not be here if it weren't for the people around me. This would not be a thing if you did not show up. Like this, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be as great as it is. No, genuinely, like yeah. it really does mean a lot for me to have other people show up. If I was in a room by myself, like it doesn't mean anything at all. Like, yeah. And you have to know that too. Like it does take teamwork to make the dream work. I love that. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah. Sam, thank you so much. This was yeah. awesome. Yeah, thank yeah. you for coming. You're amazing. Of course. This, this is great. <laughs> oh, Jesus, we're both. Thank great. you, Sam. Yeah, this is good. Hi, Mars. Hi. <laughs> nice to see you again. Exactly. Um, okay, so we're going to start. I want you to first just introduce yourself and just what you do. I'm Mars. I'm a comic book artist, but recently turned painter. I've been painting for a while now, maybe probably like four months, but I could definitely see the improvement a lot, like mm-hmm. a lot. I just finished a new piece yesterday. Nice. It's two snails. Oh, what's that about? They're just two snails. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're like about to kiss. It's so cute. I wish I had it, but it's downstairs. That's cute. Um, so this event is all about marketing. So I wanted to ask you, when it comes to marketing, how do you set yourself apart? From other people? Yeah. I feel like I set myself apart without words, just quietly. I like bring a sort of vibe into the room, the way I dress, like the way I like speak to people. I think I set myself apart without even needing to. Like, I'm just different. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) No, I agree. I agree. Um, What do you think some of the challenges are that you face when it comes to, like, marketing yourself? I wouldn't even know yet because I don't really market myself Mm -hmm. at all. I think self-promotion and just trying to, like, put yourself out there and, like, having a plan and scheduling it is the probably the hardest part. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even like thinking of what even to put out there sometimes, even like for me, I struggle through the same thing. And then as an artist, like I remember last time when we spoke, you had said like, you're very like introspective and you kind of keep to yourself. So I think even like trying to market when you are already kind of like a soft-spoken person, like that could definitely be an issue. It's like a little awkward for me because I don't usually come to the internet and try and put myself out there. I just do what I do. And if people tend to like it, then they like it. Mm -hmm. They don't, they don't. Yeah. Um, what are some of the goals that you want to accomplish with your artwork? I have, I have really large goals for myself, like big goals just to make sure like down the line, 40 years, like it's something that I'm still striving towards. I want to make a comic that is like known worldwide. Mm. And like, I want the comic to turn into like an animation I want that animation to go even farther than the. Oh my god, that would be amazing! That though. Would, yeah, I'm t- I can see it in my mind. Like I know exactly where I want to go, mm-hmm. but it's really like a high mm-hmm. expectation for myself. When it comes to that, like, how do you think you can use marketing now in order to help you reach that goal? Mm-hmm. Have you thought about it, or even like a small, like small little steps that you would have to take? I guess I've been trying animation classes. Okay, yeah, nice. It's actually harder than it looks. A lot harder. I thought you would like need to draw to mm-hmm. be able to animate but it's completely different it's a whole different skill set yeah so animation is very hard 
but that's something I need to step into mm-hmm. in order for me to make my comics come to life and make it drawn and have voice actors for them mm-hmm. and all that extra stuff. So yeah, I can't wait to learn how to animate. Yeah. I think something for you, just to give you an idea, like would be maybe to just like even record yourself doing that, like going to the classes, whatever you learn, like just putting it out there. And, you know, a lot of people really like the behind the scenes looks at, look at things. So yeah. I feel like that could be a good idea. Yeah. The realness behind the yeah, scenes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, just let people know where they can find you and what you're working on currently. If you want to talk about your snails a little bit more, <laughs> but you can plug your socials. Yeah. My socials are Art of Mars on Instagram and TikTok. I am on TikTok, too. I have a little following on there, too. <laughs> Good so, for you. Yeah. I think I'm more famous on TikTok than I am on Instagram. It's like that for a lot of people. Yeah. It's either TikTok is like blowing them up or it's Instagram. It's never both. Exactly. <laughs> Instagram never- is... Oh. Instagram is so hard to blow up on. That's what I think. I feel like Reels is where like you get most of your like engagement. Yeah. From. Just posting regularly is not enough. It's, it's not, not enough. Reels yeah. Reels is where it's at on Instagram. Yeah. All right. Cool. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. So, um, what's your name and what do you do? Okay. So, and we look at you. You can look at the camera. It doesn't matter. Whatever you okay. want. So, my name is Nayoche. I'm actually one of two. Uh, my business partner's name is Jennifer. Shout out to Jennifer. Hey, Jen. <laughs> and we have a crystal, minerals, and earthly goods business, and it's called Mind Your Energy. Oh wow! I love that. Thank you. Um, what inspired that? So we actually started it because I kind of had like. Uh, collecting crystal addiction and Jen was like you have all these crystals like we should really look into selling them and learning more and I was like that's a great idea we always wanted to work together we're best friends um, and it just kind of went from there mm-hmm. how long have you been doing it? so we just started our business about a month ago but oh, we've been wow. into crystals for a while now mm-hmm. so like being a new business obviously like it could be a little bit challenging yes. can you just share with me like some of the challenges you face when it comes to marketing your brand right now? yeah so one of the things is getting more followers you know meeting more people meeting more wholesalers networking because even though we sell crystals we don't just want to obtain to you know crystal people per se we want artists and influencers and entrepreneurs and just different you know areas and stuff that we want to reach and obviously like these events are great because you meet so many people yes a lot of artists a lot of creatives Mm -hmm. and it's so good to like network and share ideas and it's like really good energy yeah you have business cards right yeah absolutely actually have one I want one (laughs) Actually, have one because honestly, I know so. My best friend is obsessed yeah. with crystals. Okay, I actually bought a crystal up here. Oh, cute! Because our logo has the moon. Cute. So I want to show this is a Jersey agate from China. My hands a little shaky because I didn't eat today. But this is a Jersey agate from China moon. You know, just to show. No, moon. of course, yeah. that's part of branding market. Um, what do you believe sets your brand apart from other brands? So I would say, especially in the crystal industry, one of the things that sets us apart is our accessibility in terms of language. So I'm a sign language interpreter. And one of the things that we noticed when we were watching a lot of live sales on Instagram and TikTok is that it's not accessible for the deaf community mm. because a lot of the time people are behind the cameras talking. But if someone who's deaf wants to buy a crystal, how do they know what the crystal is? How do they know how much it costs? They don't. 
So I think that's one of the main things that sets us apart from other crystal businesses. That's amazing. So when it comes to that, because now I'm really curious, how do you use sign language and like you do like promotional videos and you're signing as your partner's talking, like things like that? So a lot of the time we'll caption it. Okay. Um, but it's just basically promoting and letting people know that, hey, like if you're deaf and if your preferred language is sign language, we are accessible for you. Perfect. I love that. Um, what are some of the goals you want to accomplish with your brand and how are you using marketing to get there? So definitely we just want to expand. Like our biggest thing right now is just expand, 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 meeting new people. Um, We're really trying to travel more because there are a lot of events that happen like in Arizona. There's actually was a crystal expo in China that happens. And so we just want to get to that point where we can just go everywhere and just actually meet our wholesalers and meet new wholesalers. Mm -hmm. Like in the Dominican Republic, we have a lot of more connection or in South Africa for Brandenburg Amethyst and things like that. Oh my God. That's amazing. I didn't even know this world of crystals existed. Everywhere. Crystals is so international because crystals, you have like different revenues. Like some people like crystals for spirituality. Some, they just want something pretty in the house. And some people are looking for investments. Right, 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 right. Mm -hmm. Wow. Amazing. So let people know where they can find you and purchase your crystals. Absolutely. So you guys can find us on Instagram and TikTok at mindyourenergy. And you can always give us an email at mindyourenergy at gmail.com. Love that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, so <laughs> tell me really quickly your name and what your brand is. Hi, my name is Jahani. I go by Curly. Uh, my brand is mostly just variety of different creations that I do. I do a lot of custom clothing. I make clothing. I love to paint and I love to draw. So this you, is a variety of things. Are you wearing your clothing right now? Yes. Can you show the camera? Oh Look. my God. <laughs> show your, so I'll hold it. Pants that I made. Very cute. It's a little faded because my marker was dying, but like <laughs> I, I have better ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Um, I wanted to I wanted to know like what strategies are you using right now in order to market your brand? Um, actually, I just got back into becoming an artist, so everything's brand new to me again. Okay. So becoming here is giving me the opportunity to socialize with everybody and expand my brand and tell them about my brand since I actually rebranded as well. Oh. So what led to the rebranding? Hmm? Like what wanted like you had a brand and now you're rebranding. I'm rebranding. Um yes, I've fallen I've noticed that I've fallen more towards I'm a horror chick. So most of the times that I draw like my pants that I've showed you, most of that is more of a horror aesthetic got it so that's what i've rebranded but i have other things too like i do Mm -hmm. acrylic pores so there's a little variety of things Mm -hmm. but my main rebrand is definitely more of the horror aesthetic got it do you feel like you're facing any challenges right now when it comes to marketing yes i think that i kind of block myself sometimes Mm -hmm. that i make myself i doubt myself a lot um, I'm trying to learn not to do that anymore because I, like, I have to remember like everyone's different and then some people may like what I do. So mm-hmm. I have to like put that in my head that like your art is just as good as everybody else's. Yeah. A lot of times, because even with like podcasting, like you get, you start to compare yourself. You yeah. start to think, oh my God, like you get in your head and it's like absolutely what you said. The fact that you're different mm-hmm. and you have a very specific niche, like that's already, you're like ahead of the game with that because yeah. even someone I love horror stuff like I know I'm dressed all girly but I like the grunge look I'm into the platform shoes yes <laughs> the, that's all me. of that all of that so I think that's great 
Um, when it comes to those challenges, though, what else are you doing to kind of combat those things? Like, do you feel like you're purposely trying to put yourself out there a little bit more? Um, I have to learn how to put myself out okay. there. I need to learn how to be more consistent with things because mm-hmm. I overthink a lot. So I'm trying to learn that everything has its time. Yeah. And that I just need to be a little bit more consistent and more outgoing. Yeah. Than being a little shy and reserved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is there anything you're currently working on now? Oh, I'm working on a lot of new oh, things talk about now. It. So yes. boom, right? <laughs> I'm gonna go thrifting. I'm gonna buy I nice. order these blanks um off of this store called Blinks. Um, one of my friends, Josh, he put me onto that and he's been helping me a lot. He encouraged me to do this. Mm-hmm. And um I just they just got shipped out. So I'm so excited to design them. Nice. And I'm going to show everybody. I'm going to have people model. I'm going to figure out a oh, setup and everything. So I'm pretty excited. So gonna you're going to do like a, like a fashion show, basically. Yeah. I want to go. You are 100%. So, you listen, need to give me your Instagram. I ordered a crop top, crew necks, and two shirts. Oh, my God. So. No, I want to be there. I yes. want to see everything. I've been dying to go you. to a fashion show. Forever. So like I'm with it. Let me you know. You can help me model them. Absolutely. Girl, <laughs> say less. You can uh, help me model them. I will be I there. need models for it. instead of just me. I feel like I got you. Instead of like me, I feel like having different people yes. on my website attracts more attention. Absolutely. And also TikTok has been a big help for me. Mm-mm. Talk lately. about how TikTok is helping so you market. When I first started off TikTok, I was showing that I did Love spells. I do spells, uh, spell jars as oh, well. Oh, got it. Okay. That a lot of people don't really know. I do spell jars. I do prints, stickers, acrylic pores, um, custom paintings, anything like that. Um, and it's on my website, but since I'm rebranding now, I switch all that off. Some of it's still on mm-hmm. my TikTok, but I've mostly been sketching at home. Okay. Most, I show people my current drawings now. And I noticed that it's becoming more, getting more traction than what I previously posted. So people like to see that. Yes. It's like Pe- a behind the scenes kind yeah, of thing. Basically yeah, basically behind the scenes. It's just like a little sketch of the day. Mm-hmm. And I show them what I'm drawing. And it's my horror aesthetic. And yeah. the fact that people are actually liking that is making me feel good now. Because I was afraid that it wouldn't suit them. And those are all people that like, once you transfer that to like the clothing, you already know, like they'll be interested. They're already Mm -hmm. interested in the drawings. Yeah. So they'll want to wear it. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. So that's why I like to do sneakers too. I like to do everything and anything. Amazing. Let people know where they can find you on your social media. So my social media (laughs) is, you know, Curly's Creations is Curly's.Creations with two S's. My TikTok is Curly's.Collections. And my Twitter is, it's my name. (laughs) <laughs> it's my name um, oh it's your it's, name okay it's, it's a little hard so, do i spell it i should spell it it's y-a-h-a-n-n-i-e-e-x-3 okay perfect we'll put all of that in the description so yes. you're good thank you so much thank you for having me of course thank you <laughs> okay so just um introduce yourself what do you do what's your brand okay hi guys i'm keani brown and i sell perfume my brand's name is Kichi, and the way how I got started was working at Macy's. I was working at Macy's for seven years, but I got tired of, like, corporation and corporation rules. So in my head, I was like, okay, if I can sell $7,000 worth of Gucci in one day, mm-hmm. why can't I sell $7,000 worth of my own brand? So I started in Atlanta, and after I started in Atlanta, I did really good with the market. So I got into my own two consignment stores where they have a bunch of other vendors. They deem your brand as luxury. They'll put your brand in there. So I was like, okay, I'm doing good in these stores. Why not take 
you know, an, another leap. So I went ahead and went to New York. And, like, you know, I've been doing really good ever since. The support has been overwhelming. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus, I was not <laughs> expecting all of that. Um, can you just walk me through, like, your creative process right now in terms of, like, how you market your brand? So right now, currently, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I am one of those people that are not social media people. But what I will do is I will go ahead and I will plan expensive visuals and I will plan expensive photos and expensive. It's like basically expensive things so mm -hmm. I can expand my brand. But the way I get most of my sales is through pop-up markets because okay. the pop-up markets, that's what's really going to take your brand all the way, like, you know, like, so, like, cause honestly, it's like, it's me in front of you. Yeah. Telling you my brand. Like, mm -hmm. honestly, y'all, can you imagine if I try to spray my rose and give it to you to the camera? You're not going to know what it is. Right. I have to get like, you know, my product in front of people. So that's how I get all, all my online sales. That's mm -hmm. how I get literally everything. Like, yeah. that's how I really get repeat customers. Mm -hmm. But I feel as if I try to market myself online, it'll, I'll get likes. Yes. Cause my visuals are pretty. But as far as like perfume buys, I feel as though you can't smell a perfume through mm -hmm. the screen. So I can either do samples, like mm -hmm. send samples to the mail, or I can just sign up for pop-up market. Yeah. So I do both, and I end up doing really good. So that's how I market myself. That's yeah. how I put myself out there. But I feel as though in order for you to first start, you would at least need to do like a, like a market like this. Of like, course. You, know, you put yourself out there, people come, and they see your brand, and then you put a video online and be like, hey, I do this market. And I feel as though people will trust you more, and people know that you're real, and you're not just like, you know, an IG bot. Yeah. And it's all about making those connections with people at the end of the day. Like people need to feel like they can relate to you in some way. If it's just a person that they're just staring at online, there's no connection. I have no real reason to want to, I'm not motivated to buy your product. I don't really know you like that. You know, right. um, how do you feel like your brand is like, how do you set your, yourself apart from the other people in your field? So I've had the blessing of signing up for markets and seeing nobody else doing perfume, mm -hmm. but Obviously, like, you know, those are not my competitors. My true competitors are the people at Macy's. Right. So the way I set my brand apart is I give it out in this little rose. And also, too, I travel by the season. So there's not a lot of perfume companies that travel by season. So all my perfumes are meant for season. So I have a, right now, I'm actually holding my summer, obviously, because it matches my outfit. Cute. But I have a fall, I have a winter, I have a spring, and I have a summer. Nice. And I make sure, like, you know, each scent matches. And I mastered that because everybody, every time the season comes by, people come and buy that one. Without me nice. So I was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, being able to accomplish like one of the hardest things was like, you know, make sure that scent matches. But I do, I will say that people at Chanel and Dior, I had my brand curated by them. So having my brand curated by people who would work for these high end companies, like literally like, um, what is it? It, it? it branded my brand. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, I don't want to say impound, but it literally like, you know, like they literally like took my brand apart and then they put it back together. Mm -hmm. and that's why I'm in New York right now, able to sell my perfume. That's amazing. What are some of the other like bigger goals you want to accomplish with your brand? You already know my own story in Manhattan. Okay. That's like, you know, one of my biggest goals, like mm -hmm. you know, for right now, currently, just yeah. to get a story in Manhattan, like a mini cute store in Manhattan and mm -hmm. then decorate it and then obviously make it towards me. I think that's what everybody wants. Yeah. Particularly, I really want to like be worldwide. I want to. I want to be in Macy's. I want to be in Bloomingdale's. Mm -hmm. I want to be in X. I want. I literally want to be a wholesale distributor. Like, I don't want to, like. Of course, I'm going to continue to interview. Of course, like interviews, like you know, wow, like I'm making ten thousand. Of course, of course, while we're talking, that mm -hmm. is my goal to make thousand and you know get out of the rat race. Amazing. I don't want to be on a hamster running. I don't. I don't want to be a. 
like a, a hamster running on a wheel. Mm-hmm. I want to definitely make enough passive income. So I'm just sitting there waking up and I already made 5000 mm-hmm. That's my goal. That's amazing. I love that. Let people know where they can find you on social media. Most definitely. You can find me at Kichi Official, K-I-C-C-I. This is the box. This is my summer box right here. I don't know if you're focused, but it's K-I-C-C-I Official. You can also find me at KichiOfficial.com. Amazing. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for you. meeting with us. Thank you. Okay, so just really quickly introduce yourself and what your brand is. My name is Quaidel, and the name of my brand is Non Global. Nice. <laughs> so, what is your brand exactly? Is it a it's a clothing brand, correct? Yes, it's right. a clothing brand. Um, it deals in, I guess you could say, luxury and streetwear, mm-hmm. like a mix between both of them. So, the meaning behind the brand, it says none. So people confuse that with non, but uh, it's non, N-O-N-E, and global. So that stands for no brand or label defines you. That's where the non comes from. Oh, Even nice. though it's a clothing brand, yeah. but the whole meaning behind this is that yeah, no no brand or no label mm-hmm. defines you as a person. So it's kind of like um, a clothing brand that makes garments for everyone all walks of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, like that. You know, what are some challenges that you're currently facing when it comes to marketing your brand? Currently, the challenges that I'm facing with marketing is basically, yeah, just gauging the, the correct audience that I'm trying to reach out to and keeping them. Yeah, like engaged. Yeah, keeping yeah. them engaged. Because, like, I do a lot of things in marketing, I guess you could say, like, um, giveaways to like engage the audience and like get people active but aside from the giveaways um i do like photo shoots i do pop-up shops and everything Mm -hmm. so like i guess you could say i'm active when it comes to marketing but i know i'm lacking a little bit in Mm -hmm. something like this more that can be done yeah have you thought about what more you can do like what are some things you're trying to like combat those challenges with um, like maybe things you can do differently. That's what I really need help with. Like mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out like best strategies or mm-hmm. best ways that I could like keep the audience engaged yeah. because mostly I'm a creative. I'm on a creative side. So I do like designing. I do all the work. Mm-hmm. I do everything in house, you know, but being designing and running a business, yeah. they're two different things. So, like, being business savvy and knowing how to get your product into the hands of your audience that you want, as opposed to just creating is a whole different ball game. Yeah. So, like, that's what I'm trying to learn as I go along now. Yeah. Can you walk me through your creative process when it comes to marketing your brand or, like, developing a, a marketing plan? Let's say you're going to release something new. Like, what would be, like, all right, I'm coming out with this new these new pair of pants or this new shirt, like what am I going to do to kind of market this? For the most part, when I'm marketing something and if it's a new product or something, mm-hmm. then I just like post it on my social medias yeah. and my socials and like I try to get the people hyped up about it. Like, mm-hmm. But I won't like, it won't be on a website or nothing. And I'll Got just it. do like some photos, some photo shoots. Um, it depends. If it's like how... Um, with the engagement, I might give away something for free or yeah, do like a little giveaway or something, some kind of raffle or yeah. something like that. Those kind of things normally get people hyped up because once people hear free, 
Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are some of the bigger goals that you're working towards right now and how are you using marketing to accomplish those goals? Uh. I would say the bigger goals that I'm working for right now is just expanding. Yeah. Because I've been at the brand for a few years now. I started in 2019. Oh, wow. So, I mean, since then, I grew in my skills as well as everything that I know about the business so far. So now I'm just working on, like, growing my audience. So I just set up my website. So that'll be the next thing after this event, after the the Mm pop-up, I'm going to like upload a a bunch of my stuff to my website. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like events like this, they help you network even more. You meet more people, you share your social media with them. You got, you build more of a following. So I think that that's good. As long as you keep coming to events like this, that's already like one step. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. Like. I mean, um, I started it in 2019 and I was more so adamant about doing events and stuff back then. Yeah. But I kind of slowed down on events and just been more on the production side lately. Mm -hmm. But now I have like a a good inventory and my following has been growing, but I want like way more. Of course. Yeah. For now, I'm, I'm fully like. I'm focused on the marketing side. I'm trying to do like promotions. I'm trying to, um, you know, just influencers out there and stuff. I, I talk to influencers. I, I try to set up shoots with them mm-hmm. and everything like yeah. that to just try to get it out there. Yeah. If there's ever, I mean, we're already a hundred, over a hundred episodes in with my podcast. Um, if you ever want me to like wear something right. or even just put a hat on the table, I'll be happy to do oh, that and help I you out. So just, you could always reach out to me and you know, definitely we I'm help right. each other here. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> no one gatekeeps. Sure, <laughs> so sure. yeah, let people know where they can follow you. Oh, you can follow me. My personal Instagram is Young Wolfie uh, underscore underscore, and my clothing brand Instagram is None Global. That's it. Just None Global. <laughs> nice. Thank you for meeting with us. Thank you. Appreciate no you problem. for having me. Of course. Okay, and we are back with Kusalo Mears. So, really quickly, just let us know what your brand is. Uh, my name is Cusello Mears. Um, I'm artistically known as El Grey Coo. That's where you can find me on Instagram and things of that nature. Um, I'm an artist. I always started like drawing, scribbling in my notebooks, like lines and circles and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But um, as I grew up, I started, I wanted a bigger canvas, so I started painting on clothes, um, sneakers and things of that nature. And then after the sneakers, I was like, yo, I can't really afford the clothes that I want to buy. So I was like, I want to design and make them. So um, I always ask people to help me sew and like this, that, but it's like, just learn, go on YouTube, go do this, go do that. But um, the mother of my child, she was the one who actually put the sewing machine that by step. So now I learned how to sew and that's where I put it. Oh, that's amazing. And I'm a, also a rapper as well. I make music. So I use everything to tie it all in just to on the passion. Yeah. Uh, so you're doing music and in doing clothing. Do you feel like, how do I ask this when it comes to marketing, right? Do you feel like there's one Avenue that you feel like marketing comes easier for or yeah, go ahead start um, with that. What I learned about marketing, I feel like visuals is key, especially in this type of day and age. Mm-hmm. Um, we got TikTok and all those things where yeah. like people's perception is like, unless they see it a thousand times a night, they're going to pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. And unless they're seeing it, they're not going to do it. Same thing with music, same thing with everything pretty much. I feel like the visual is just always necessary. So I always try to keep that together. That's why I was like, I make music videos, I do photo shoots, I do movies, 
things of that nature then yeah my friends like like why is he so fly what, what you doing with that's not goofy that's not louis right that's fire mm-hmm. so, I love that. so that was always my like intention mm-hmm. how do you use marketing to kind of set yourself apart um i never really even thought of it like that um i just always kind of did my own thing i feel like my marketing is big trash but we're still <laughs> Working to get yeah. into a better situation. Yeah. Because um, I know what to do. It's just like retail, work retail back mm-hmm. in the day. So you know the format, you know the formulas. It's just like how you really want to implement it in your life where you don't feel like you're selling out or doing something crazy. Yeah. Would you say that that's like one of the challenges you're facing then when it comes to marketing right now? Yeah. Major challenge. Yeah. Because yeah. I always have to create concepts and ideas. It's just like how I want to execute and put it out. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're overthinking it? sometimes or it's like maybe you're overwhelmed Perfect. like there's so much mm, perfectionism like, oh, I want it to look like this oh i'm not gonna do that until it looks like this right like, uh, i know like a couple of my friends is like yo i don't want to shoot a video until i have the bends yeah but it's like um i i, I sometimes do that to myself oh i want to be forest though i want to be <laughs> I need black sand. Yeah. I need black sand, the black outfit. And the moon has to be black. Mm-hmm. The moon's not ever going to be black. So you just got to run with what you got. You know? Yeah, I think that's what it is, too. Even for us, like when we're trying to market and show things, it's like if it can't be exactly how we want it to be, then it's like I'm not going to do it. But it's like I don't even think other people are looking at it that much. It's just like put it out there. Yeah. Just put it out there. Even a raw song. Like you, you might think it's horrible. Like, oh, my God, I messed up that lyric. Mm-hmm. But everybody else loves it or they like they feel it more than they mm-hmm. hear the little mistakes. Do you show like the unpolished versions of your work? Um, actually, today Ever? y'all gonna get a lot of unpolished. Nice, of everything, you know, nice. It's just a new way that I'm on the Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm already being instead of songs that I'm gonna perform today. Five years old. At least, oh wow, you know nice. I never them out because I want to get a different vision. Mm-hmm. What are something that you're working towards now? Like, what are some of the bigger goals you're working towards, and how are you going to use marketing for those things? I'm trying to make a billion dollars on my clothing right now. I got these black loco polos. Um, I kind of dumbed it down. Usually, I do a lot of drawing and stuff on my clothes, but um, I was like, let me start simple. Let me start mm-hmm. with the basics instead of giving them the super extravagant million dollar piece. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Everybody can buy because if they can't afford the million dollars, they can drop thirty for a T or thirty for whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's what my goal is. Attacking the market at all angles, all price points, just so I can capitalize and grow. It's like flipping that. Yeah. Oh, it's like, yeah. <laughs> like, you just, you know, quick flips. You just gotta quick flips. That's it. Profit. Of course. You spend a dollar for it, you get two. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Let people know where they can find you on social media. Um, you can find me. Well, my name is Sue Solo Mears. Um, El Grey Coos is my rap name. E L G R E A T. K-U-S-E. Um, the whole social media team is great at like tagging and stuff. So I'm, yeah. I'm really Oh yeah, you're gonna get tagged in everything. <laughs> no problem. Thank you so much for Thank meeting with so us. Much. It was you're nice amazing. to meet you. This is my first interview. And I really like it. Yes. nice. Oh, awesome. Thanks. Great thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Well. Thank, you. Thank you. Enjoy the event. Okay, so we are here with Shane, and he is a music music artist. And I want you to just talk a little bit more about your music. No problem, no problem. So first and foremost, my name is Shane the Shaman. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, I've been rapping seriously. I've been taking it seriously since 2018. So this is my this will be my fifth year rapping. Nice. I've been writing since I was about 10 years old. The, the reason why I even started, obviously, I'm I'm a fan of hip hop. 
You know what I mean? I, I grew up listening to literally everything. My mom was playing Jay. My dad was playing Nas. My auntie was playing like Rough Riders in the Locks oh and God. all that. Like, so it, it was all around me. So it was only a matter of time before I found my way to it. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite artist? Do you have one of all time? Favorite artist? Or top three. I can say top three. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say that. Favorite, favorite three all time? Mm -hmm. Favorite, not best. Favorite. Favorite. I right, so... Let's go with Jay-Z. Okay. Let's go Curtis Mayfield. He's not a rapper, but he's okay. all around excellent musician. And I have to say Big, Biggie. Okay, perfect. Love that. <laughs> um, how do you feel like you uh, set yourself apart with your music? How do I feel like I set myself apart with my music? Well, I rap about things that that matter, <laughs> right. I like to say. Right. So I, I rap about like... Like like mat matters of people, like mm -hmm. what what may be going on in your head at this particular time. Like I got a song mm -hmm. called Heart with a question mark at the end of it, right? Mm -hmm. So it's basically about going through a tough time in your relationship and just being able to really be able to put it to words. I have a song called Ebony and Ivory that just dropped on my last EP with um with a producer by the name of Tintin. Y'all might see him later. Okay. Um, and that deals with like pride and ego. Mm -hmm. Like we we hear a lot about like pride and ego gotta die, whatever the case may be, but to be told, you kill pride and ego. Who are you? Right. Because that's those are like central pieces to who you are, and they're like driving forces to the exactly, things you want to do. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So may, maybe management is the right word to be going for, but to kill pride and ego, that just don't make right, sense. Right. Right. Walk me through like your creative process when it comes to marketing your music. Okay. So when it comes to marketing my music, well, that that goes back to the brand that I have, just talking about things that I guess matter to. I guess the everyday person, mm -hmm. mat matters of the spirit, matter of the human mm -hmm. being. So I, I try to put that first. I like to drop little snippets. I, I try to do a little bit of quote unquote aesthetic work too. Like, you know, get make sure I get a sunset, <laughs> make sure there's some yeah. plants every now and again. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But more, more to the point, I, I make the music, I put it out. Mm -hmm. I like to have a mailing list ready for when it comes time to send it around. Oh, nice. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that's basically it. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. just try to get in as many ears and inboxes as humanly possible. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you're facing any challenges right now when it comes to marketing yourself and your music? Uh, it's easy to say, yeah. It's real easy to say, yeah. But at the same time, I could be putting out more music too. So I, I would put that on myself before I put that on anything else, like yeah. say the algorithm right. or anything like that. I could really just work. And what do you think is that like, like what's keeping you and like not putting out as much as you want? Is it life in general? Is it you're getting in your head and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. Now you hit it right on the nose right there. And you said get in your head as artists, a general statement, we, we're in our head. Mm -hmm. more, more Literally everyone I spoke to has said that. Literally <laughs> everybody. We, we're all in our heads. We are yeah. our worst enemy, our biggest critic and our biggest, you know, support system at mm -hmm. the same time. So it's nice to be. It's nice to feel that support from somebody else without having to ask for it. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's, it's nice to just put out a song and have that do a whole bunch of hits, but right. it don't work like that, mm -hmm. let alone all the time. Mm -hmm. You gotta you just gotta keep going at it. You gotta keep going at it. You have to make your brand undeniable. How you do that? You stick to your thing, mm -hmm. you keep making that work. Yeah. Um I still want to go back to that real quickly. Yeah, yeah. So since you know that now, right? Like, what do you feel like you can do in order to combat those fears or those challenges or like getting in your head? Like, what are some things that you could try to put into practice right now? Because a lot of people are dealing with that. Yeah, so it's like, true. what's like some advice you can give to yourself and also to them? Well, well, I would say you have to 
right? You literally have to work through it. You have to get these ideas out of your head one way or another because it stays in your head and it becomes like a powder keg, right? It just mm -hmm. keeps filling up, filling up, filling up until one time it just explodes mm -hmm. and now it looks bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now you end up putting out something that's forced and we don't want to do forced. Right. You want to let it, let it out in spurts, let it vent. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You have you have to write. You have to put it on paper, put it in your notes app, mm -hmm. put it on a little planner, put it on a whiteboard, right. write it on a wall if you got renter's insurance. Like, <laughs> like, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is something you're working on now? Something I'm working on right mm -hmm. now. So I have a few EPs that I'm working on now. I'm actually really glad you mentioned that. So I got an EP with this producer out of the DMV by the name of Supernalist. Nice. Shout out my boy. I have another EP working with a producer out of Pennsylvania, Skip the Kid. Peace, my boy. I have another EP. That's a lot. Yeah, I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah, no, that's you, awesome. You're working. You got to do this, of though. Of course. <laughs> I have another EP coming with my homie, um, my homie Dilly Boy. Peace to you. And I'm also working on like a, like a no ceilings kind of mixtape, like, mm -hmm. like kind of just jacking for beats kind of thing. Just mm -hmm. me, me and a bunch of my rap homies just going to get on there and just kill shit. So now with all these projects coming out, what is your marketing plan for that? Have you thought about it? <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot right now no, 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 but it's you, like a you, lot you of things to, to balance yeah, with all that it, you know and you is, still yeah. have to promote so like what's your process for that so ideally I'd like to do at least two videos for each of the tracks in there and where you might not be able to pay for a videographer you could just go outside set your phone up nobody snatch your phones no more right. you could go outside snap, um, set your phone up shoot like a little lyric video so similar like to like what Coda the Friend does. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Nah, I right. so he he built his thing off of like less is more, like very minimalist. Okay. But he's like really talking. You know what I mean? So he'll he'll do the Jackin' for Beach thing and he'll also do his own, his own like, what's the word I'm looking for? His own music. Okay. And he'll just set his camera up, get a nice little slow zoom in, mm -hmm. have the lyrics on the screen, does numbers. Wow. Simple. Yeah, that very simple. Love like, that. Less is more. Like he he really makes it seem like we're really overthinking. No, this we thing. are. And so many say people that. say that. They're like we're really overthinking we it. We really are because yeah. we think it has to look a certain way, but I mean, quote unquote, made it has a different look to everybody. Success don't look the same. Absolutely. To so if if this is what's working for you, mm -hmm. make that work for you. Absolutely. Let people know where they can find you. Word. So you can find me on Twitter. You can find me on IG. I low-key low be on TikTok too. At Shane the Shaman. You will see this face. I promise you. You will see this one. <laughs> Type in Shane the Shaman. You're going to see me. Thank you so much for speaking with us. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we're here with Jonathan. So Jonathan, really quickly, just introduce yourself and your brand. Hey, my name is Jonathan. My brand is Chief Justice Patches. How do you feel like you set yourself apart within your within your field? Like a lot of people do patches. What do you think sets your patches apart? Oh, you know, I know my name is Chief Justice Patches, but you know, when I say patches, it's actually you know patching up your pants, mm -hmm. like repairs. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So, like, I know when I first started, people always ask like, "What type of patches and embroidery?" <laughs> yes, I'm thinking. Like, I, I didn't actually do that. But I do have a bunch of people I reach out to, great mm -hmm. independent, you know, artists and creatives that do create, mm -hmm. you know, and do that service for people that are willing and looking to get that service done mm -hmm. for themselves. Mm -hmm. What are some of the challenges you face right now with marketing yourself? Sure, you know, I make a lot of one-of-ones, so... Okay. You know, there's not a lot of it when I make them. Right. So every time a piece does get sold or made, not everybody, you know, 
some pieces are hot fire. So like maybe 10 people want that piece, but you yeah. know, it's a one of one. So I like to do like special like that. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, there's other times where people don't like that piece at all. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. It just sits there, you know? So it's really just feeling out the crowd and then knowing where to drop your one of ones mm -hmm. and how to drop it. Mm -hmm. Can you walk me through like your creative process when it comes to like marketing a new piece that you drop? Are you going to social media, doing videos, photography? Like what is your process like? You know, I try to stay as much in the real world. When I first started, I tried to stay as much in the real world as I could. Mm -hmm. And even now I try to stay as much in the real world as I can with mm -hmm. it. So like I do do like videos. Okay. Well, not videos, so photo shoots. Yeah. I try to do videos. It, I have videos, but they don't like, I don't, I don't put them out. They're not good because the creative direction in them isn't up to par of what everyone else is doing, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's the shortcoming I have in myself, like my creative direction on top of my organizational skills. So. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you're overthinking it a little bit? creative doesn't overthink i know because so, i would just say put it out there yeah 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 my biggest problem when people see that i put everything out there is that oh man you, you you know maybe you should hold some of this stuff back really yeah mm. i don't know yeah. yeah what are some things that you want to accomplish with your brand right now like i really want to show people the process like you know that we, I'm a do-it-yourself artist, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I really want to show you how independent you can be and how you don't really need the backing of, like, you don't need what they say. I mean, you heard that you need what they say mm -hmm. and you've seen a lot and, you know, you can work on your own path and walk your own path and do what you need to do. I once was an artist, when I say artist, a, a hip-hop artist before I was uh, a clothing artist. Mm -hmm. And it was dope. You know, I was in a group called Chop City. But, you know, I wanted some money and, like, merchandise is how an independent artist music gets their money up mm -hmm. if not if they're not getting their sales like through their streams and they're getting it through the merch right so I, I switched to merch but you know when i switched to merch i want to be different so i was like i, I did upcycle work mm -hmm. and I, I really liked it a lot of people like my upcycle work and i was making money so i stayed with that mm -hmm. are you working on anything right now like clothing yeah yeah like anything new coming out for the summer yeah i I truly want to bring out like a lot of skirts mm. for the girls. Uh, I, really, I really want to bring up my uh, women's wear more for girls like this summer. Like, I mean, I like on some like, you know, scumbag skeezer shit, like, you know, old man niggas, like, mm -hmm. they're like, oh, let me put them in something skimpy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm trying <laughs> to put them in something that they're comfortable in, maybe just like, it's, it's, a, it's a big discussion. I'm the only man on my, you know what I'm saying, thing. And I like to, it's a it's a it's a long it's a long road long journey. It's mm -hmm. a discussion. I have to go talk to more girls about this. Yeah, of course. But I think once you do that, you'll find out what girls want, and then obviously you use those same girls to like help you promote yeah. the videos, photo shoots, and like really promote your clothing and put it out there. Yeah, that's dope. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's dope. Of course, absolutely. Yeah. Um, just let people know where they can find you on social media. Chief Justice Patches, Instagram. You have TikTok, right? No. No TikTok? I try okay. to, like I said, I try to stay in the real world as much as I can. <laughs> yeah. It, I know sometimes that might hurt the person, but I feel like it builds me up in the real world. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's great. Um, Thank you for speaking with us. Thank you. <laughs> Scared me. That was loud. All right. So I'm here with Swishy J. So really quickly, just what tell up, the what people up, what, up? what you do. Introduce yourself. 
All right, so I'm Swissy. You know, I make music and stuff like that. I really make music for people that's trying to catch a vibe. So it's like, I could rap. I sing a little bit. It's whatever, like, whatever makes you feel good, whatever make me feel good in the studio. I'm just trying to share that vibe with everybody else that's listening. Mm -hmm. How do you feel like you set yourself apart from other artists? So, like, I don't really try to follow the trends. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not scared to bring a song. I'm like, you know, that give you that vibe of like 2013, 2012. Of course, yeah. I'm just trying to make you dance. I'm trying to make you feel good type shit, so. Mm -hmm. What's your creative process when it comes to marketing your music? Especially like if you have new music coming out or a new music video. Like, what do you, what's your strategy for that? My strategy? Mm -hmm. So, um... I really like it. It depends on the song for me. It's like with the vibe the song giving me. If it's giving me triller, then you know I'll do a little triller. But if it's giving me music video, then we doing music video straight mm -hmm. like that. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, do you feel like you have any challenges right now that you're facing when it comes to marketing yourself? Um. Yeah, a little bit. Just cause I don't feel like every song I make, I could promote it on Instagram. Why? Cause it's like I don't know. It's more like I feel like. It's not Instagram post worthy. It's it's mm. bigger than that. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like the Instagram is gonna catch it. So sometimes I do have a little trouble. Like, who? How can I make this a TikTok or whatever stuff? Right, like that. right, right, yeah. right. Um, when it comes to being a creative, right? Mm. Something that I haven't asked. So you'll be the first person to ask this question too. Oh, right. It's about <laughs> like sometimes you struggle with trying to be real and authentic yeah. and show the real side of things of versus like, Oh no, everything has to be perfect. It has to be polished. Mm. How do you feel like you balance that? Or have you even found a balance for that? Mm. I feel like authenticism is everything. So I'd rather be a hundred percent me than try to be somebody else. Cause nobody's perfect. So right. you might as well be you and let everybody fall in love with you. Cause everybody has flaws. Absolutely. What are some of the things you're working on right now when it comes to your music? Right now I'm kind of working on a project just for the summer. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get that vibe, like, you know, um, like that summertime vibe when you drive and the, the ceilings drop, the windows down, mm -hmm. everybody lit. That feel good. Yeah. yeah. Um, feel good tape for real, though. Mm -hmm. And some, some more for the girls, but, you know, some that guys could really get jiggy too, too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what's like, so with that coming out, what is your like marketing process for that? Like, have you thought about how you want to like promote that? Um, not really. That's why I'm doing these shows right now. Mm -hmm. Now I'm previewing a lot of unreleased, seeing how everybody fuck with it and shit like that. Mm -hmm. If they fuck with it, you know, just drop the tape like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just thinking off top, I'm not an artist, so I don't know. Mm -hmm. But like, if you want to create that vibe, like just showing a lot of visuals of people like in the car, windows down, mm -hmm. like rocking exactly, to it. Even yeah. like regular people, your friends, have mm -hmm. them like make videos and like show that they're listening to you. They're outside, of whatever. And that's why I'm trying to get videos from, you know, performances out here too. So mm -hmm. people see people rocking to it, you know. Absolutely. They catch the vibe early. Yeah. Let people know where they can find you. So you can catch me on everything, all platforms at underscore Swissy J. And, um, yeah, that's about it. Thank you. All right. <laughs> okay, so I'm here with Ten. Real quick, just introduce yourself and what you do. Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Ten Ten. Um, I'm a producer um, from Zimbabwe, but currently based in Jersey. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, so I've been making music for like uh, three or four years now. Mm -hmm. Um just been around. Uh, I drive a table with my boy Shane, who you interviewed. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, and that's that's how I'm here. Yeah. Do you have a certain like sound when it comes to producing music? Um, I think I'm still trying to figure that out okay. right now. Um, as like you know, I mean, the past uh, two three years when I was just starting off, I was mainly just um, making hip hop, just rap, mm -hmm. boom bap type beats. Right. Um, but I think now uh, I'm starting to bridge my music a little more. 
Yeah. I'm trying to find some, trying to be versatile and not be too one dimensional. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're doing. Yeah. Do you feel like as a producer, you face any challenges with like promoting yourself as a producer or like even reaching out to people to produce their music? No, actually, I think that's like my, my favorite part about oh, really? it. Just uh, finding the right artists that could uh, either compliment my beats or mm-hmm. vice versa, just me compliment um them vocally mm-hmm. um so i think that's my favorite part of it just um being able to um make instrumentals for focus focus on one artist mm-hmm. and um make a whole project for them i think that's been like my favorite part of the journey so far i do like uh like making my solo work as well mm. but um i think the part that i found the most interesting is like you know, just working with artists. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Focusing on one artist. What, is, um, what would you say your creative process is like right now? So like when you make a beat and you want to promote that beat and put it out there, how do you go about doing that? Um, I, I just say based on how I feel, what mm-hmm. kind of day it is. Um, right now, I, I haven't been just putting out beats. I've been mostly focusing on actually putting out like actual tapes. Okay. Collaborative. Uh, tapes. I used to do that when I when I first started off. Mm-hmm. Just you know, throw a beat out there. Um, but I figured, um, like let me put, let me have a direction right. to um, to it. Um, you know, let me actually try like build a a little discography. Mm-hmm. Um, as a producer, and yeah, yeah. And how do you go about promoting the tapes then? Uh, I'll just say just organically. Um, I've been uh. Just tapped in, especially with like the the underground scene, uh, especially uh, in the East Coast, just Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I do know uh, some people, but I also just uh, make sure that um, I'm, I'm mostly focused on my projects as far as like, hey, this is me. This is what I represent. So I'm really just putting it out there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. You're putting it on. You're using your social media. Yeah, though, right? yeah, okay, yeah. I okay. use my social media. Of course. Yeah, everything. Um, my Bandcamp is uh mostly where I post all my music. Okay. Um, and yeah, Apple. Do you ever SoundCloud. do like behind the scenes stuff and post it? Or uh, no, no, but I should. You should. I've been, yeah, I, I know. I've been. I've been scared of like showing my process. I don't know why. I just because. You know every I mean? no, literally, you, you are not I mean? the only one. I literally told. I told Shane like every single person I've sat with us is the yeah. same thing. Yeah, and it's like me as someone like I love music, obviously. I always wanted to like get in the mind of a producer because I think what you guys do is amazing. Right, right. And it's so special. Like a lot of people cannot do that. So I think showing that behind the scenes process, you'll attract a lot of people to like, oh, this is like, even if you show the behind the scenes and then you finally post another reel or video of like the finished product, people get to see the whole process of how it got to that finished product. And people really like, they get invested. Right, right. So I think that's something you should think about. Yeah, I think that's definitely something I'm going to do in the future Mm -hmm. because I feel like right now at this point, I'm at a point where I'm like, I feel like I'm still in the learning process. Yeah. Even though I feel like the music's good, um, I'm doing how... Uh, how I, the way that I feel should be done, like doing it my way. Yeah. But uh, I'm still in like a learning process, and I I just I'm, I make sure that everything I put out is like, hey, you you made like this carefully crafted, mm-hmm. basically. But mm-hmm. so it would definitely come a time for that. 
um, where I could show the process. But I also feel just like, as producers, we're in like our bedroom a lot. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Just, well, that's you know, fine too. Some people need to room. see that. So it's like, oh shit, you know what I mean? Um, it's more, it's like, for me, it's like really also just time to myself yeah. as far as like uh, the creative process, you know, right. um, how I'm going about it. Cause I found out when I work with like other people, like other producers, mm-hmm. you know, everybody has like their a, own style, yeah, a different and, process. Right. So it's mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, you just have to, it's, yeah, it's, it's still a learning process. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything you're working on right now? You said the tapes, anything yeah, else? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I did release a tape with Shane on like March 31st. It's called Lifestyles of Young, Black and Gifted. Nice. Uh, four track, four track EP. And nice. it was produced by me. Um, and upcoming, I got an R&B album that like, I actually produced. Nice. So it's, so it's 20-something different. Uh, it's with my homegirl, uh, Jazz. So shout out to Jazz. And, you know, we got, we got like, a lot of a lot of features on it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really um, three or four features, like, 14 tracks. And we're just, like, really excited about it. It's, oh, my God. It's yeah. Really, yeah, it's, it's, That's uh, nice. It's definitely something different to, like, everything else that I've been doing. Mm-hmm. So um, I think I think it will be interesting. So yeah. I'll put you on the spot right now yeah. with this, with these projects coming out. What are you, I want you to start thinking, like, how are you going to market it? How are you going to promote it? Right. Yeah. Um, how am I going to promote it? I mm-hmm. think uh, this is my first vinyl that like, okay. I'm releasing. So um, that's going to be big. I'm going to uh, try use that. Try, uh, you know, just get mm-hmm. on, get our names out there. Um, and I feel like also just having good artwork for your project is like, yeah, um, good marketing as well. Um we don't make we don't always make that like the main focus, the artwork, but like, you know, just so uh, it's gonna I'm, like I'm grab the focused, attention. Yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm mostly focused on making sure it's good art. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah, thank uh, you. let people know where they can find you. Yeah, uh you can find me my music on by Um Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud. Just type in ten ten T N T E N. Um, yeah, that's it. Nice. Instagram at Diamonds and Pyramids and Twitter P R O D by T Double N. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. So I'm here with Samantha. So Samantha, really quickly, just tell the people what you do. So I am a graphic designer. I'm basically just do branding for now. Um, I've done logos. Um, I've done designs for YouTube. Oh, nice. Um, so anything that has to do with branding, so packaging, anything like that. How long have you been doing it for? So I started in 2018 because hmm. um, I did go to college for it. So I actually went to college for a different um, degree because people were telling me not to do art because mm. they were telling me like oh you're gonna be a starving artist yeah so i was like okay you know i was in high school so i didn't really understand yeah and i didn't really um i didn't really understand the whole graphic design concept i didn't know that that was a thing really because i've always been an artist i've always like drawn painted i've always loved it mm-hmm. um that's where i found my comfort but i never really knew what to do with that and i always felt like painting was cool but Something was missing. Like I didn't feel 100 percent comfortable with what I did. Right. So yeah. what did what did you feel like? I have a couple of questions yeah. now, but <laughs> just real quick, what did you feel like uh, graphic design brought to you that art was kind of missing? So I feel like with the art, I just you know like every artist, you never 
feel like you're good enough. Mm. Right. So I, I've always been painting and drawing since I was very young. Um, and I always felt like I was good and everybody around me would tell me that I'm really good, but I didn't feel it. Like I felt I had that like imposter syndrome. You know? mm-hmm. That's a big part of, you know, the art community. But yeah, imposter syndrome is a real thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, like graphic design, I don't know what it is, but I don't have to. It's not very expressionist. If you know I, I mean. see. It, like okay. I don't have to like put all my emotions in, out there and put it in a painting and then explain it you know i don't have to do all that because i i don't know that feels a little vulnerable to me right so i think with graphic design i can still put myself in my artwork but mm-hmm. without getting too personal and mm-hmm. i think that for me fit right like it was like yeah. a happy medium because for the most know? part it's people kind of telling you what they want yeah and you just kind of creating yeah. and bringing it to they life tell me what they want but then i also i put my own style into right. it so without having to be, like yeah, you said, super yeah, vulnerable. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I got that. Um, I just really wanted to ask, what did you originally go to school for then? So I first went to school for meteorology because wow. I've always like, <laughs> right, it was a big jump. It's so different. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I, I've always loved science too. Like anything science wise, like mm-hmm. earth, I've always been very interested in. So I was like, okay, maybe I shouldn't do art. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I should do something else I like. And science was the second choice. But got then, it. I actually went to another school. I dormed and everything for a whole semester and that did not go well wow. <laughs> because these classes for meteorology are crazy, like calculus. Oh, all wow. that stuff. Oh. So, yeah. Flunked out. Definitely flunked out. I, I got kicked out of school actually because <laughs> oh, no. I had a zero GPA and I panicked because I was like, oh, fuck, like nobody's going to accept me back in school. Wow. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, but then I, I went back to my community college and I did discover that they had graphic design electives. Nice. I took one class and I was like, this is it. I feel wow. comfortable. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you? Cause I know I asked you before, like your style when it comes to graphic design, you said you're still trying to figure it out. Yeah. I guess like, how are you going about figuring it out? Or can you even figure out a, a specific it's style? Yeah. It's hard to say because, you know, I started in 2018. Um, I graduated with my associates in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, I did an internship as well. And then I did go for my bachelor's and I just graduated in March. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, finding your style is a little weird because you kind of have to, of course, like people are telling you what they need. Right. So you have to adjust to what they need, but you also need to have your own niche and have mm. your own style to it to show people like, oh, Samantha did that. Right. That's my graphic designer, right. you know? So it's not really like, I, I do think that as a graphic designer, you can't just take what the client needs and just do it. Like right. you kind of have to take what they need, but make suggestions, like trying to make it, you know, like fit the market that right. they that they need so that's right. kind of where you have to kind of put your little style into mm-hmm. it you have to try to fit it somewhere do you feel like you have a good grasp of the market with the graphic design yeah i mean the school that i went to i, I went to school remote so they really did i will say like help me you know figure out how to go about the world and go about the graphic design world because it is a competitive business yeah like everybody is on graphic design because it's it you could do it from home, you know, mm-hmm. so it's very competitive. So I, I am still figuring that out on how to get myself out there. Right. Um, I'm sure you've spoken to other artists that don't really know their path. That's kind of where I'm at. Like, yeah. I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, I know what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I know I'm doing branding, but um, it's difficult. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. What are some of the things that school taught you when it comes to marketing? Cause like, I don't know anything yeah, about marketing. Yeah. So like, what is something oh, that could be helpful to someone hearing this? Yeah. I guess. So I did take a couple of marketing classes. Um, <laughs> And I do remember, you know, everything is pretty much based around the person. It's based around the client. 
So you pretty much have to befriend your client. Like the best way you're going to get your best results um, and high end clients is if you know your client. You right. Kind of, you have to speak to them, befriend them. Um, you have to do it's it, with graphic design. I think a lot of people only see like, oh, she did a logo for me. But with graphic design, it's like it's months of process. It's a, it's so much research that you have to do. It's hours, endless nights of research, and it's it's very exhausting. But um, but yeah, I it, it's very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's one of the things too. Like even starting this podcast, when it came to us trying to like find our niche, mm-hmm. like how specific you actually have to be. Mm-hmm. So like even when you're working with a client, being friends with them and like yeah. researching them and like just seeing who they are, mm-hmm. it's the same with like I think as an artist or as like a music artist or even a podcaster, like find the people that you want to target and be yep. very specific mm-hmm. because you don't want a whole bunch of, you can't keep, you can't target everyone. Yeah. So you have to just like yeah. hone in on like the specifics. Exactly. And focus on that a little bit, at least to just get started. Right. Um, but once you get bigger and you branch out, then you can pretty much do whatever you want. Yeah. So. What are some of the goals you're working towards in terms of graphic design? So I don't know, like my goals, I, I, I would say one place I do want to be is, designing branding for like bigger brands. Like right now, last few years I have been doing freelance for smaller businesses. Like mm-hmm. I did the, uh, the logo for seven, eight set. So beautiful um, by the way. Thank you. It's very nice. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, right now I'm starting off with small businesses cause you know, I love working with people like, especially locally. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you know, I feel more closer to them, but I think in the future I do want to focus on like bigger brands and hopefully I could expand, you know, my portfolio and expand like what I do instead of just mm-hmm. like logos and business cards mm-hmm. and all that. How do you go about marketing yourself now? So right now, um, I am working on the website that I have. Um, of course, Instagram, um, TikTok. I used to have a TikTok, but I don't know. Like I, I did want to bring it up. Like the thing that bothers me about social media and, and businesses now is that whether you like social media or not, whether you like to have a presence on it, if you have a business or you're trying to get out there, you have to be present online. Like I realized like there were times where like I wasn't doing anything online because I don't really like social media too much. I'm on it, but you know, but you have to be on there and it's very draining, but you have to push yourself. Like, there's no other way around it. Like that's the world we're in. We're in the world of social media. I hate it. We're in the world of networking. (laughs) I hate it too. Like I I, I see so many times on TikTok, like, artists and designers like they'll be on there like okay i'm supposed to post so here's my post yeah like, that's the vibe like it, and it's like that's kind of the vibe i'm on too like i don't want to do this but i have to because yeah. how else are people going to know about what you do yeah there's no other way except social no. media and like it's just like how did people do it before it like takes, i'm just it, so like yeah and honestly it takes the fun out yeah. of what you do it takes the the drive out of what you mm-hmm. do because you're like okay i have to focus on what i'm doing in my business but i also have to focus on know my likes my videos my views and all that what's working what's not working oh i tried this that's not working let me try something else i say it Mm -hmm. all the time like if i didn't have the podcast i would not have social media and i would just be a regular person but you have to yeah when you're really passionate about what you do and you want to reach people Mm -hmm. you just have to do it yeah Yeah. is there something that you're working on specifically right now um right now i'm just working on uh, i'm just doing freelance right now i've been working with several different uh small businesses um so i am in the process of doing that but nothing too crazy right now since i just graduated a few months ago just trying to get my foot out there yeah i mean you sound pretty busy thank you so that's great for you thank you um let people know where they can find you on social media i am on instagram um my instagram for my design is uh designed by fig 
Um, my last name is Figueroa, so I just use the first three. Um, <laughs> I am working on a website, so that's, you know, to come. But right now it's mainly just Instagram. Nice. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>